I'm going crazy. Lydia, what? It's Twelfth Parodies Eve. Is it? Is it? Is it? In Already? fact, did you did you look up the date? Oh, that's a joke. He's making a. That's what's happening here. Hello and welcome to the Hamsteak Podcast. Twelfth Parodies Eve Spectacular. It's true. It is today. I looked it up. I didn't look it up. It's not a real day. It doesn't have an Earth equivalent. Okay, now I have to look it up. I already did. It doesn't. God damn it. Well, happy fake holidays, everybody. I'm going to say it again this time without twisting my headphones in the headphone port like some sort of moron who hasn't created, I don't know, 37 hours of audio content? (laughs) I've only been doing this for a year. You'd think I would know by now, but no. It's okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, um, I just have my laptop, like, suspended between my knees while they're cross-legged. That sounds... So I'm hoping that... Tenuous. I'm hoping that... Yeah, I'm hoping that my denim doesn't give. The sound of jeans. You're listening to the sound of jeans. Do you ever, like, you ever, like, be walking somewhere... Especially, like, when you're, like, walking somewhere and you're just like, wow, like, I I look so cool and important right now, like, person on a mission, here we go. And then you realize, like, it's very quiet and you realize that your jeans are, like, whiffing past each other and they're making that, like, <laughs> wee, like, teeny tiny DJ record scratch noise. Yes. Is that the worst? Um, yeah, but also not, I like it, I like little sounds when they're not annoying. True. Um, is, do you ever be X, like, a legal construction for you? Did I, is that what I said? Yeah. Uh, do you ever be, do you ever be walking? I think only in an, in a drawn out construction like that, where it's clearly, like, false. But like, okay. I don't think it's really legal, but it parses. Sure. Makes sense. Doesn't sound as wrong as when someone says, I'm done breaking bad. As in the show Breaking Bad. I'm done Orange is the New Black. Well, agree to disagree. I, we just speak different dialects. Welcome to the Hamsteak Dialogue cast. Dialect cast. Welcome to the Hamsteak My Phone is Vibrating cast. It's winter time. We're gonna tell you some stuff. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> usual. It's not unusual to be... Home by any stake. Fuck off. What? <laughs> um, oh, we are gonna... What should we start with? Should we start... Should we pepper pepper with questions and then we'll, we'll provide some other content? Sure. Have you, um... Have you gotten up to the Mubim Bams with the Munch Squad yet? No. Alright, never mind. I didn't say that. It's okay. It's not, somehow it doesn't feel like a spoiler with Mabim Bam. <laughs> it's not, it's not like there's a narrative, really. Except watching the boys well, blossom into dads. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful dad flowers. Beautiful, floral patterned dads. Ties. Yep. Like, um... <laughs> Like, uh, an iris with just, like, Garfield print all over the petals. Like a Garfield tie, for example. Ah, yes. A dad tie. Beautiful. I was gonna say Dilbert, but 
Dilbert's known for... What if your tie was just Dilbert's tie printed all over it? Like it just had little flippy ties printed onto its yeah, that straight was the pattern. hanging tie self? I think that's a really good tie, actually. That is, that's a little meta. Yeah. Is I mean, meta would... is meta dead the way that Epic is dead? No, but it, I think it's calmed down a bit. Okay. I just say metatextual. So metatextual, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Um, how about a question? Okay. Um, so this one, this first one's actually from, I think, a few weeks ago. Or last week. Uh, it's from Dwellington on Tumblr. Hi! Don't, don't wear those out. It's gonna be a few. What? Greetings? We have several... Well, we have several questions from Darlington. I'm. We'll never run out of greetings. All right. Okay. Uh, good episode this week. Good code joke, Lydia. When did I make I a code joke? I don't remember. Oh no. Uh, I Thanks. Hope pod, I missed your pod and hope cats plus hell get easier. Oh, that one. It's probably episode thirty-six. That was the one we put up after a long pause. I guess so. Get um, it? Pause okay. because cats. So, <laughs> um, here's a question: What would a few of your favorite ham characters do after high school? Would they go to college? If yes, what would their major be? Okay, Alex, you want to do that one first? I mean, I'll go with a simple one. Okay. Um, Jade would go into like ecology. Ah. Nuclear ecology. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm going to arbitrarily pick a Homestuck character because I don't really have favorites, honestly. Um, I'm sure I do. They're just, they emerge. Okay. Um, my boring cho- choice of Rose. Um... would probably take a year off and write her novel. Yeah. And get it published, damn it. Nice. Yeah. Um, next question comes from Heavenly Evan. We're just going to do them all at once? No, but I can do two at once. Okay. Uh, got any favorite panels you remember? Um... And that's hard to answer, because I can't, like, think of any particular one off the top of my head. But I do know that there's a lot that are very striking. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one, like, off the top of my head. I mean, so just from last week, I I don't know if this is necessarily my favorite panel, but one that was really striking is when you, you see Vriska's face with, like, Kill Me written in her blood. On oh her yeah, face. that's a very stunning. I don't know image. Yeah, that entire sequence, like with Tavros, like curled around her and blood all over the floor, like written out in different sizes. Yeah, that's really. Oh, it's you don't even need the little. There's little bits of text under those, but you don't even need them. Like there's so much. Like, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so but besides that one, because that one's kind of a downer, um, I do also really like 
um, of the ones that we've seen so far. There's the one where Dave Sprite is defending a sleeping Dave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm a fan of that one. Um, I really like... Uh, what? Uh, I just thought of one. Um, it was an act break, and it was like Beck looking up at the meteor mm-hmm. above Jade's house at night. That one. That one was very pretty. Oh, yeah. man, isn't there... So we saw how Aradia died, right? Mm-hmm. We did? Okay. Um, like, we, we saw it happen? I believe so. Okay. Remind me how it happened, because I want to make sure that I'm not about to spoil something. Um, Vriska manipulated Solix into blowing her up with his eyes? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, so yeah, so one of my favorite panels, I mean, it's a sad one, but one of my favorite ones in retrospect is, like, you know what's coming, and she's, like, she's, like, she's just heard that Solix is coming to visit her, and she's, like, oh. she catches sight of him, and she's so happy and excited. Oh, no. Yeah. Now I remember it, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the question. That was a nice one. Thank you. Um, all right, time for the first game segment of the show. What? Do, 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 do. Okay. Uh, Lydia, pick a number between 1 and 12. Wait, no, pick a number between 1 and 16. 15. Uh, write a haiku about Tavros right now. Okay. Very big horn lad. Tries to be more confident. Kinda needs some work. Thank Excellent. you. <laughs> oh man, um, I was at a poetry slam one time, and um, it was a tie, and then they had a haiku death match. Whoa! Like sudden death haiku to 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 like break the tie. It was it was like one of the most intense moments of my life. You had like I forget it was like thirty seconds or a minute to write a haiku. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It was awesome. Were you in the competition? Ah, oh, fuck. What? I was trying to haiku. Stealth haiku. Oh, yeah. Be careful. You'll start, like, once you start, it's hard to stop. You start counting syllables as you say anything and everything. Yeah. Do you really have 16 haiku prompts? No, I just randomly chose that. <laughs> okay. I mean, because there are 16 characters. Oh, that was fun. Yay. Alright. Cool. Alex has done more prep than I have, I guess. No, that was... I didn't prep that. I just thought of it. Yeah, you prepared your improvisational brain. <laughs> I'm very... I'm in the middle... You caught me in between, like, wrapping presents and, like, setting up a Christmas tree, and so I'm, like... I'm in my, like nesting mode, not my... Mm -hmm. I'm nesting. I'm gathering twigs and leaves and soft objects to create a home for myself and my offspring. Aww. Yeah. Um, here's a question. Okay. From Dwellington. Hi! Uh, is Hive Swap on either of your radars? 
have you at all considered a hamstake playthrough of the game when it eventually releases? So we did talk about uh, Hive Swap when the trailer dropped, I think, mm-hmm. a few episodes ago. Um, and I definitely won't be up to date and uh, willing to play it before I finish this comic. It's true. And before it comes out. Also, right? Like, we will not finish until long after the, the game drops. That's what I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, we did talk about it, and I believe that is still the plan. Um, I might, just to keep up, I don't know, we'll have to talk about whether I should play it first <laughs> or what, but uh, yeah, we could play it through. Um, I think that would definitely be a fun thing to do. I mean, gosh, like, it'll be years after it comes out. Well, not years, probably <laughs> probably a year or two. A year, yeah. yeah. About a year and a half. Um, I mean, we made it this far, so I'm pretty confident that we can, like, finish the podcast, but it'll just, it'll take a while. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's certainly on my radar. I totally, like, I don't really play video games, um, but I'm totally going to try and play this game, because it seems really fun. Or just, like, I don't know, cool to play. Yeah. And the trailer, the trailer, yeah. And the trailer looked really cool. I have not even watched it, I gotta say. The art style was nice. Mm. Um. Hey, did you write a recap? Hell yeah, I did. Oh my god. So you did prep? That was the only thing I did. Oh, okay. And I did it like five minutes ago. Nice. Um, so I went really, really high level here. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically wrote a thesis statement, which is... That Homestuck is a story about conflicting personalities working together. Beautiful. That's it? That's the whole summary? No, I have a paragraph. Oh, okay. That is a... I do think that's an accurate thesis statement. Nice. Uh, So, in a multiverse called Paradox Space, where linear time means absolutely nothing, two groups of children are causally linked, four humans and twelve aliens... They begin playing what seems to be a video game, but ends up being the mechanism behind new uni- new universes being created. While they level up, defeat monsters, and die to varying degrees of permanence, <laughs> they unwittingly set in motion the events that will bring forth a demon bent on destroying paradox space itself. I don't actually know if the demon wants to destroy paradox space. I feel like that was implied. Yeah, it's sort of implicit. They don't really really ever say, like, why in particular it would be so bad that he would be here. It's just, mm-hmm. you're meant to infer that it would be pee bad. Yeah. So. That was a really yeah, good that's... summary. <laughs> Thanks. Alex is really good at being high level. Whoa. What? Thank you. That was nice yeah. to say. Well, yeah, I mean, like, so so here's a thing that happens every single damn week we do this podcast, is what happens is we end up starting to read the thing at the same time, and despite the fact that I have read this comic before, um, I take, like, I, I basically just transcribe the entire comic, or all but, as I'm taking notes, and so it takes me about twice as long to read everything as it does for Alex, and yet, like, they can give, like, an accurate summary, like, of all of the events in the episode, or in the in the reading, and it's it's your first time reading it through, and so, like, 
I don't know. I always find that, like, impressive. I, I, like, have no idea what's important about whatever I've just read. Oh. I'm just kind of well, like, boy, that one panel was neat. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, shucks, you're I appreciate Well. Well. Well, shucks. Well. Shuck, my house can call me corn or whatever. It's, is, that a, not what it, is that a thing? No, that's not what it is. Chuck my husk. Chuck. Chuck my fuck and call me corn. Yep. Chuck my fuck up. <laughs> um, do either of you have experiences with Homestuck IRL that aren't spoilers? Wait, who's that? And that's from Heavenly Evan. Hi! Do you? Um. I have one that I can think of. Tell me. Um, earlier this year, I went on a date with someone from OkCupid. Nice. Because because they had, uh, a, I think it was a Friska shirt. And they were like, if you know what my shirt is from, like, hit me up. Oh my gosh, you did not mention that part. <laughs> that their profile actually had like a, hey, if you know the shirt. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's really funny. Um, yeah, and then, uh, she had, uh, what's it, uh, what's it called? The colors of the Hemospectrum? Yeah, she had Hemospectrum nail polish. Cute. Like, on the date? Like, yeah. Wow. And not just... For the date, I think I think she just like was really into Homestuck. Wow. Um. Yeah, she was nice. Uh, didn't go on a second date. Oh. Was it? Was, she, what? Like, was it Ox or like was it just like not happening? Like. Yeah, it just wasn't really happening. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Anyhow. That was. That's my Homestuck experience. Well, because there's the Homestuck in the wild sometimes can be a challenge to Hold interact on. with. Before you, before you answer that, I have another question. Okay. Uh, from Dorlington. Okay. Hi. Cool. <laughs> uh, I recently spotted a wild Homestuck by the format of their username. It was fun. Lydia, how much does the ghost of the fandom appear in your online life? Alex, what other, what otherwise innocuous words or phrases have you come to associate with Homestuck? Oh, me? Okay, I guess I'll go first because I was in the list first. Um, so, uh, the biggest one is that I, like, can't stop saying, like, it just kept happening as I, when I tell stories, like, it keeps happening, it just kept happening, like, that's such a good phrase, and that's, so that's a thing. And then I did say, like, cool kid for a while. Not as one word. It's not like you're a cool kid, but, like, I did talk about cool kids for a while. Mm. Um, I don't know. I'm So it mostly doesn't manifest. It doesn't really haunt me very much at all anymore, actually, because... Largely because I basically don't use Tumblr anymore. I follow yeah. literally like eight people. Um, and I <laughs> yep. don't go on there. 
so it doesn't really haunt me anymore. And, like, on Twitter, I only follow pretty much people I know in real life. So, like, I don't, I'm not on a webosphere to nearly the extent that I used to be even a year ago when we started this comic. So, unfortunately, I've sort of disengaged. I would say that is not unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the most part, I just see, like, people in reblog chains with homestuck URLs, and now I actually know what they are. Ah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You do start to recognize those. I mean, I have, so, I mean, I have stories for, like, how homestuck has, like, affected me in the past. Like, it's definitely been, like, I don't know, like, my... My friend, like, cosplayed as Gamzee in high school for <laughs> Halloween, and, like, that was kind of cool, because I was one of the only people who, like, knew, like, what he was, and, like, um, I don't know, uh, what else? I made, I, like, one of my closest college friends, uh, I made friends with literally just because I was wearing a Homestuck shirt. Like, we probably never would have run into each other otherwise, but I happened to be in the dining hall. I was wearing this, uh, it had, um, one of these, like, symbols, like, we started to see in the comic. It had one of those on it, and I had, like, cut it up kind of in a weird way to, like, be, like, off the shoulder, and this girl comes up to me, and she goes, hey, I like your shirt. Did you cut it yourself? And I was like, yeah, I did. I was like, did you? She was like, I read Homestuck. Like, you should come talk to my friends. I was like, oh, Okay. And that was how I made, like, actually a couple of my college friends was just because this girl, because that's what you do when you see someone wearing a Homestuck shirt is like you, I think maybe less so now because it really, it really kind of blew up like, that was right as it was really blowing up. It was as, like, Cascade had happened and a ton of people got into it right after Cascade and like I was in the very, very beginning of that kind of onrush and so it was still like... You know, it's like, what is this thing? Like, nobody's heard of this thing outside of, like, the internet. And so, like, you would see someone with a shirt on, and it's like, oh my gosh, like, instant friend material. Yeah. Game time. Oh boy. Game time. Okay. Hooray. It's called Troll Guess Who. Okay. I have a troll in mind. Okay. And you have to ask Guess Who questions. What are Guess Who questions? Like, do they have short hair, long hair? Okay. Um, or, no, sorry, it's yes or no questions. Okay. Um, do they have any facial hair? No. Do they ski? These aren't funny. I don't know why I'm doing this. What? Um, no. I'm being obtuse, but it's not even working. Um... Do they? This is actually hard. Like, I don't know what kind of questions to ask you. Um, Have they done a murder that we've seen? No. Okay. Um, Wait. Maybe. Oh, geez. Okay. Um... It, is their blood a warm color or a cool color? Nope, that's not Wait, a yes or is no there, question. Is their blood a warm color? Yes. That's dumb. Um, it's Tavros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm noticing a trend here. 
Damn it. I thought I could go for at least three. Nice. Sorry. I maybe shouldn't have shouldn't have called your bluff no, so immediately. It's good. Okay. That was good. Um a couple more questions here. Yay. Um What are your favorite birds? Who's it from? From Dwellington. From Dwellington. Hi Dwellington. What are our favorite birds? Hey, my, my, my advisor, um, my PhD advisor has like a terrible, I maybe shouldn't, well, y'all don't really know who I am in real life, like real, real, real life, so it's okay. Um, my PhD advisor is like very phobic of birds. Don't you have several friends who you've made listen to this? I mean, I do, but like, if I've, if I know you well enough that I've asked you to listen to my podcast, it's fine for you to know this. Like, it's not a fact that she like hides extremely very much. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, she, like, really doesn't like birds. They, like, really wake her out. So, like, I don't know. Anytime we, like, see large congregations of birds, I, like, I think about... I've never thought before about how terrifying birds can be, because I've always thought they're so, like... <laughs> like, I love... So I guess really what I'm trying to say is I love all birds very much. I think that birds are magical. Like, they're little, like... They're, like, little, like, clockwork, like... Fairy things like they're they're magical they like barely yeah. seem real little beat machines yeah beat machines and then some of the beat machines hmm. they beep oh beep machines yes they beep or honk oh man i have this video that i took i went out to um like the the swampy part of my town where like the the actual swamp has been preserved uh cuz i live in florida and most of it is a swamp and um we found where all the the um, herons are. Just all of them. Mm-hmm. I found all the herons. Because um, I guess it was mating season or something. Or like egg laying mm-hmm. season or something. But, yo, One of the, two. the amount of squawking was truly unreal. I'll post it somewhere. Did it, did it put your hair on end? Ah! It's <laughs> eh. good. Um, Corvids for me. Good answer. Just love to watch them. <laughs> um. Yeah, you you catch them like being social, and it's like whoa. Yeah. Having like complex social interactions, and it's like whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. Also, shout out to pigeons. Shout out to pigeons. I think pigeons might actually be my favorite bird. They're very good. They're just so good. Some people are, like, so, like, afraid of them or, like, grossed out by them, but I think they're so, like, they're just, they're just little, little pals. Mm-hmm. Little pals. They're just... They're just Dependable. The boop, boop, boop. And a... Cuckoo. And a boop, boop. And a boop, boop, boop. And a eat a french fry. And a boop, boop, boop. And a eat a french fry. Clap, clap. I'm a bird. Dwellington asks, what are your favorite, Hi. slash least favorite, 12th PRG's Eve songs? Hi, Dwellington. Hey, um, so I don't know any. <laughs> my favorite is... Uh, oh, holy... F- fright... That's cute. I don't know. That was good. No, that was really bad. Mine, mine is Oh Behemoth Leaving. Uh, 
the little drummer troll. Oh, that's nothing. The little drummer wiggler? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. What wiggler is this? Away in, uh... Cave of Tribulation? Egg, I was gonna say, but yeah. Okay. Away in a cavern? That's what that's We one. three Lucy. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 I saw three uh trolls come sailing in. Alright, next that's question. A Christmas song? I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day on Christmas Day. Yeah. yeah it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is, Lydia. <laughs> I don't know that song very well. I've only ever heard it like a handful of times. Okay. Sorry. God. Um, our final question is from oh, it's from Tumblr user Dwellington. Hi. Thank you. Who asks who asks who did the podcast art? And it's me. Yep. And th- thank you. You called it nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks. Um I mean on behalf of Alex, because I also think it's nice. So, my brother pointed out that in that art, he said it was nice, and he said it looks like me. He doesn't know you, so he can't comment, but he said it looks like me. And he also says that he thinks that my hair looks like 60s mom hair. Hold on, I need to look it up. Not so tiny. Uh... Maybe. Yeah, I don't really see it either. Yeah, I just like... I think I drew that from one reference photo. Nice. It's kind of hard because for a long time I was always wearing my hair in a ponytail. So like, that's kind of... Yeah, that is what I look like like without my ponytail. Mm. It's just like with the front part of my hair down like that. That is how I did it. How I used to roll. Yeah. Yeah. You got the cla- the glasses right. I do wear, like, clear glasses. Um, yeah. I lost the glasses that I'm wearing on the logo. Oh. I like your new ones, though. Yeah, me too. They're very... Very stylin'. Thank ya. Yeah. Y'all should watch Moana. Yep. Do that thing. It's not, so, okay, so if you're worried, because here's the the vibe that I got from it. I was like, this seems like that a movie I would really like, except that it's a Disney musical. And I find Disney musicals cringy. That's just a fact about me. Like, all the classic ones, like Aladdin, like Beauty and the Beast, whatever, Lion King, like, I like them. I have fond memories of them. And watching them now makes me a little bit sad and like a crumpled piece of tissue paper inside, because I don't know why. But... (laughs) I think that the musical numbers in this one were very well done, which is, and like, not, like, or not, not that, like, cringy music, musical numbers are bad, it's just, like, I have that reaction to them, but, shockingly, because it was done by, uh, the guy who has made one of the only musicals that does not induce cringe in me, but in fact quite the opposite, uh, Mm -hmm. it is unsurprising that the music is, um, uncringy. It's super good. Alex, what was your favorite part of Moana? Or aspect of it? Um, the Realm of Monsters part was really beautiful. Ooh. Um, and like when the 
when the, when the um I won't, I don't want to spoil anything, but when the crab uh changes, it goes in the dark and has like luminescent parts. Oh yeah, that was very cool. That was really also cool. just generally the whole crab thing because it's Jermaine Clement doing his Bowie impression. Uh huh. Uh, as a giant glittering crab, and it's incredible. It's really fun. And very good. Yeah. I did enjoy that um, one, too. Yeah. Uh, what else can we recommend people do? Um, go watch holidays? Rogue One. It'll make you sad, and you Ooh, won't be yeah, able to stop thinking it. about it. Cool, I gotta go watch it. Yeah. Um, have you seen... Uh, What's the guy's name? Diego Luna or something? The, yeah, the, the actor. Yeah, it's his name. That's his name. Have you seen? Have you seen like um, his interviews? Uh, where he like is obsessed with touching Jabba the Hutt. I haven't seen them. I've just seen the gifts. <laughs> it's alarming. Like it's obviously like a joke yeah. that he's rolling with but it's just like in so many interviews it's been like what is your favorite part of working on star wars and he was like oh working with the people who made job of the hut <laughs> and like the just like if you could do anything in the star wars universe what would it be oh i'd want to like at one point he's like i want to tongue kiss job of the hut what just to like just to see what it's like in there ah! <laughs> and i love him a lot oh my gosh Oh my gosh, watch the, watch the movie, and then we gotta talk about Diego Luna. Okay. I got emotional. He looks like a really good actor. He does. From the trailers. He, he does. That's the th- so I honestly was not crazy about Felicity Jones' performance. I don't want to put anybody off the movie, but it just was not, like, it didn't stand out to me nearly as much as Diego Luna's, and I think a lot of that is just because he, his character is the type of, he gets to do so much more nuance. Like, he gets to do lots of little, subtle things, whereas a lot of her stuff, like, she carries the story and she carries it really well, it's just that all of her, she's meant to be a young person having a lot of really strong emotions, and so it's all, like, the, you know, the whole movie is more intimate than, Star, than like, you know, Force Awakens or, like, other, you know, mainline Star Wars movies, but she definitely, like, all of her stuff is, like, big and broad strokes and stuff, and then his his stuff is all, like, dark and, like, closed in and, like, gnarly and understated, and, like, that's so engaging to watch in the Star Wars universe, because it's the kind of thing that you mm. never see, and it's, so it's, like, really enthralling to watch, like, the psychology of war happen on this guy's face. Also, he's oh very cute. <laughs> very cute, is the thing. Is the thing. Well, and it's one of those, like, he gets to play the action lead, and he's not, like, completely generic, like, white male Hollywood action movie lead. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, what is his face doing? What is his face doing? It's just not a, like, it's just not a face that you get to see like on, you know what I mean? Like in the movies all the time. Same with Felicity Jones, really. Like she's got an interesting looking face and like, you like, oh man, like I just want to like watch you talk. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, you hear that Hollywood? People have cool faces if you don't have all the same face. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like, I couldn't stop watching them. I was like, I am I just want to see you emote. 
This is really yeah. cool. Um, that kind of comes back to Moana, where I, so I've seen people complain that like Maui is uh, like a stereotype, and like oh yeah, that Polynesian men are big and ugly. Oh, and I'm like, he's not like attractive, but he's just so enthralling to watch, and like he's not inactive like he's he's big but like he's obviously a very active and strong person so it's not like i mean he's sharp it's not like he's a lunk either like yeah anyway i've seen some bad discourse already i don't oh i love not having to look at discourse anymore that's my well favorite. to be fair i i like i searched this this out because i was like looking for actual Polynesian people's opinions on the movie. Mm. And uh, for the most part, uh, it's good. Nice. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's always going to be an element of uh, cultural tourism. Yes. Um, but there's also the fact, like, I saw you do comment that's like, I heard, like, they spoke my language in the opening of this movie, and I cried. Oh. Yeah, and it's beautiful, and the songs are amazing, and uh, it's a good movie. Go watch it. Yeah, and go watch Rogue One. I think that's it. I think I think we're out of ham. We were gonna say like this time last year I was something, and like now I am one one ham older. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't really want to do that either. <laughs> We're all one ham older. We're all, fuck, we are older now. That's really all there is to say about it. Boy, 2016 sure did happen. No, but like, I don't know. I actually, like, I am happy that I got, that I did this podcast all the way through 2016. Yes. It's been a good thing. Yes. It's been super nice, like, getting questions from you guys and, like, I don't know, getting little comments on the episodes and stuff and just, like, I don't know, it's cool that people just having, listen. Having, like, a really long-term but low-key project is nice. It is! Like, it's very, how do you eat the elephant? Not to be good, gross, but that's, you know, that's the best... I don't know, that's the metaphor that comes to mind. Like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And, like... Okay, that that's not a, a metaphor that I'm familiar with. Really? So, I've never heard that before. Oh, man, I've heard I that so many times. Uh, how do you eat... Wow. Never heard that before. Wow. You're... Dialects. Dialects. Regionalisms. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we are eating this elephant. That's a really morbid idiom, and I don't like it. I have decided, but yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, no, me neither. But I don't know. Like, I can't believe that we're like doing this thing. Like, you just—it's kind of cool. You just show up for an hour or two each week, and you do the little thing, and then at the end of it, we're gonna have a podcast about the whole—the whole ham. How do you eat a ham? One page at a time. It's true. So? Just gobble up some wood fiber. 
Yeah, because we're reading this off of paper books. This legendary, this, 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 like, watershed achievement of hypertextual literature. Hypertextual sounds like a layer above metatextual. Yeah, it does. Whoa. I mean, it's... it's... Makes you think. Makes you think. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, you guys! Have a wonderful holiday. I think this is actually going to come out. Are we going to release this on Monday, or are we just going to release this as soon as you edit it, or when is this going to come out? I can probably edit this on the plane. Okay. So, yeah, like, Monday. Alright. So, yeah, so you'll actually get this after Christmas, if you are a Christmassy type. Um, but you'll get it on the day that I think everybody gets off of work for Christmas, regardless, so... (laughs) Hopefully Hmm, you get to not work on Monday. Um... And, you know, I hope you get to enjoy the holiday season, do a thing that makes you happy, or, you know, we're sending you love and stuff if if it's not such a great season for you. But either way, we hope this is, you know, yeah. uh, this is a nice thing, yeah. at least, our, our little ham offering. Yeah. Yeah. Here's ham for you. Here's ham. Please, en- please enjoy. It's vegan ham. It's vegan. It's got pineapple, you though. Uh, yeah, the pineapple is, actually, the the ham is vegan because it's pineapple. Yeah, here's a pineapple. Uh, <laughs> thanks. It's spiral glazed. With, like, a bone sticking out of it. Yes. Bye. Bye! See you in 2017!